0: You're listening to an encore presentation of We the People. You can hear this show live every Friday night from 7 until 8 p.m. Your source for locally how you can get involved to make a difference. Tune in. Thanks for listening. Get out there and make a difference. County San Marcos and the rest of the world. This is a hot Friday night. Yes, summer is ended, so saith Labor Day in the calendar, and we are back into the heat again. 106 today out here, but uh, keep an eye out, folks. We do have some rainmakers on the way. Who knows what's going to be happening out there? Changes are coming. Isn't that always the way it is? Change is a-coming, and lots of things have been going on, and uh, my guest sitting here tonight that we're going to be talking to in just a minute, Peter Hay- Ho- Gucci. I got it close. Ahoy, Gucci. Gucci, See, I still needed that help, folks. Just goes to show. Even the semi-professionals uh, still have to get through it. KZSM, LPFM, Sam Marcus, Texas. Now heading towards that 104.1 for you. And we have got lots of things going on. We are going to be talking to the man behind the movie Tarot. And, yeah, this isn't a movie show, no. But we're going to be talking about his journey, how he got here, and this cool... Film that you need to go check out over here at Texas State. We're also going to be Brent talking to you about updates. We went down to City Hall, talked about the um, budget this last Monday night. Only a few folks showed up, but hey, it was productive. We're going to talk about that. Watering. Got you some updates on uh, what's going out there on the grass and what's growing and what's not growing. And we're going to follow back up and talk about David and Misty over there in the uh, SWAT raid up in Austin. KZSM.org, this is a political commentary show. The views expressed on this show, the show are the host and the guests and not necessarily those of KZSM, SMTX, CRA. The host will be right back with you. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Hey. Send a text. Tell somebody to get on (laughs) KZSM.org. Well, actually, your mic is live. We have been live here, and everybody can hear you in the back helping me out on your name, but Peter... Thanks for coming in tonight. Thanks for having me, Rob. And i want to kind of, we're going to set this up with the same way that uh, I did talk to you just a few minutes ago, is that Peter came in here on Monday, on uh, Labor Day, and we were here and uh, he was walking his dog and uh, came on in and we're a pet-friendly, dog-friendly studio here, said, hey, let's get some water, let's sit down and let's talk, and This is what happens in neighborhoods. This is what happens, folks, is that you engage people in your community. Bring them in. Have them sit on your porch. Well, you know, at least the advantage I have is that I've got an air-conditioned porch at 77 degrees here. uh, And Peter was able to come in. But he has these tarot cards. They're all around town. And I had seen those over when I was out walking over the weekend. And I told him, I said, man, I was kind of curious about this. Where did you see him? I actually saw him over here at uh, the hemp shop at uh, THC. Mm-hmm. and i saw them at uh where was one of the other places i was at there was another one that i saw and actually i did see one out here on the on the ground out in front of the station somebody had dropped that i yeah, picked up but uh uh some different places now that was early on in the week i don't know where else you've gone but everywhere. Uh, they're everywhere they're everywhere and Okay, so let's just tell people. Okay, so if you go to your website, but the best thing you i can't tell people a QR code, right. right? So why don't you tell folks how to get to your website, where to go to find this trailer for Tarot, and you are going to be having on October the fifth. Yeah, you here. can go
1: to you can go to dot com. Okay, and it, it that information. Uh, that mo- that page doesn't really tell you where it's going to be uh, screened. So I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. You can go watch the trailer at theterrormovie.com. Uh But it's going to be playing um, for the first time ever in front of an audience uh, at Texas State University at the Performing Arts Center at 6 p.m., 6.30 p.m. on October 5th. So that's a Thursday. And um, if you see one of these cards, there's a QR code on it. And that'll take you to the page, which actually the page is roninfilm.com mm-hmm. forward slash tarot. Correct. And, uh, and so roninfilm is r-o-n-i-n-f-i-l-m.com forward slash tarot. And tarot is spelled T-A-R-O-T. <clears throat> the T is silent because it's French. Yes. Tarot cards are a ancient occult card game and it's very popular with women. Um, people use it to find out the future a lot of times uh, what the relationship is gonna be or how it's going or if their mate is cheating on them or where's their soul mate. women love this occult card game and um, it's been around for a long time I guess made popular. In the turn of the century in France, and um, but you can buy them all over in sort of like witchy shops uh, wherever, and um, uh, there's never been a movie about tarot cards, and um, so I wrote the movie uh, about uh, seven years ago, and it took six years to make.
0: How long did it take to write?
1: Well, it, that's a tricky question because I've been I was rewriting it.
0: Well, your first draft. First when draft, you when yeah. you said, yeah, "Yeah, I can make a movie out of this," a year. Okay.
1: And then I continued. Originally, I the I, I'm from Los Angeles, so the whole movie shot in Los Angeles, and post production was done uh, here in Texas. Um, but um, originally, uh, I wrote the script, and I thought, "I'll just shoot a scene from the movie." And then I'll show investors, and hopefully I can raise the money. Right. And I did that. I I I shot the, the first scene, and then I cut it together, and I showed investors, and no one would give me the money. Mm. And so, um, but the the my collaborators, my crew, and my cast, all professionals. Who uh, were sort of like moonlighting or volunteering on the movie? Um, my all of my crew—they're all people. Their day jobs are working for television or film or commercials. Right. So it's all professionals um, using professional equipment, um, but all volunteer. So I shot that first scene and um, wasn't able to raise money. But everyone involved—all my actors, all my crew. They just, um, they loved it. They thought this is a great idea, yeah. and they encouraged me to do another scene. And so about a month later, we shot another scene, edited that together, and uh, I showed that to some investors. I got some interest, but no one was interested in giving me the full amount, and, or any amount. And uh, so I just uh, uh, continued to, to shoot scenes um, little by little, uh, it was about four years on and off of shooting wow. on weekends. We took a year off. and My mom had passed away. There was mm. there was a part. There was a time where I thought that, you know, I I wasn't going to be able to finish the film. Um, and then there were scenes that I couldn't afford to, to shoot because I was spending my own money on the movie. And so I'm, a, I make my living as a visual effects supervisor and as a commercial director. Mm. Uh, so I directed a Super Bowl commercial last year. And a lot of that money went into the movie, (laughs) Uh, but during during this time, virtual production. Which Super
0: Bowl commercial?
1: It was a commercial for Solar Home Power Home Solar, and uh, it's on the Ronin Film site, and that's a it's a solar powered you know like those solar panels on the roofs. It's for that for a company that does that, and um, but the. Um the virtual production that's made popular by the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is utilizing the Unreal Engine as a CGI tool and using virtual rooms so for instance uh it's like a they call it a volume it's an led volume it's a sound stage filled with LED panels right You can also use green screen as well um, but um, it's a very affordable way of. Of making uh, high-end CGI. So during the course of the last four years, I started to dabble in virtual production, and i I got two mega grants from Epic, which is the the game company that um, that makes the Unreal Engine. Huh. They gave me about two hundred thousand dollars to develop photorealism using their software. And I made a sci-fi movie called Gods of Mars. Okay. And uh, made a bunch of commercials utilizing this. And it was that piece of technology and technique that allowed me to finish the tarot.
0: Well, And the track there, that whole arc, is you just going through and setting something aside, coming back to it. Setting it aside, coming back to it. And when you started, you had no clue
1: no you know i didn't think i'd be able to finish the movie just on my own i mean i no that wasn't my intention about three quarters of the way through i thought well maybe i'll just finish the movie Uh, but it wasn't not my intention to do it but there's been a lot of advancements uh, in technology and filmmaking technology over the last four years that allowed me to be able to affordably some of the shots that i that I was able to accomplish using virtual production would have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I was able to do it for free or close to free.
0: Right, because and, you were helping them to develop this. I'm, I'm interested. Unreal, man, Tarot, the game. Uh, that, it,
1: well, it's it's a game engine. So, right, I just, know.
0: I'm the, just, I, I'm, the, I'm going that. Hey, sure, we could take the. Usually, you've got a movie that comes out of the game. Now, you could have yeah. a game come out of the movie. I'm sorry. I, I'm I off guess this. you could do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, the. Just for the for those who don't know, the Unreal Engine is um, a piece of software it's free mm-hmm. and you can use it to build a video game. Right. But um, the graphics, uh, and the graphics cards for computers have yeah. over the last few years have gotten so fast
0: it's cinematic quality yeah. for many many games yeah. and that's uh, why it is popular with a lot of the gamers when right. you have a new release is going through for that cinema that's developed yeah. using this unreal engine so it's coming backwards with this that now the technology is caught up enough with you yeah. right that you can take and take this movie that you started off developing it you know in in the old school but with professionals mm. that all came together kind of I'm thinking like our radio station has here in a way you know it's all volunteers all right. people doing grassroots. this grassroots grassroots you yeah. started it off okay and it's time came when that technology came into bloom for you yeah you without were...
1: that it would just be sitting on a shelf one one of the things that I, we're yeah. doing and the reason why I'm bringing it to the school, one of the reasons I'm bringing it to the school is because we discovered that it's possible now, using the Unreal Engine, it's possible now to have a low or or no budget, zero budget movie look like a million dollars. And so, it used to be that back in the 90s when independent film was sort of happening and movies like uh, Slacker, you know, Richard Linklater's Slacker, or Or um, uh, Steve of uh, what's his name Um, Kevin Smith's uh, Clerks like a low budget low budget movie would look low budget it was shot on sixteen millimeter handheld no production value pretty much Um, now the budget of Slacker you could make something on an aircraft carrier or or a spaceship or a castle you could do Lord of the Rings or Star Wars on on no money on zero budget that was never possible before and unless you worked in Hollywood and had, a, had millions of dollars. So even in the last 20 years with CGI, those computers that made Jurassic Park cost a million dollars each. Right. The software programs cost a million dollars each. And although the cost has gone down over the years, it's still, Maya, I think, is $10,000 a year or something like that. That's the, that's the software program that most visual effects companies use. But the Unreal Engine is comparable to Maya, And it's free.
0: Yeah. It's open source. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And there are so many things in our economy now that are built on some of these open source codes. You know, you go back, uh, there's, uh, oh shoot, there's so many open source that that industries are being built on, really. And that's where the entrepreneurship is coming in. And I just, I I love, I, I see this from different angles and I love seeing it coming in from Gaming, how there's so many people that want to get into gaming. There's so many young people. I like the story that you're bringing here for Texas State for people to come and see this. We're going to talk more about this right after. I'm going to take a quick station break here, and I want to talk about your uh, your bio a little bit. I want to talk about your upbringing, and uh, we'll come back and uh, uh, with Peter and make sure that you go check that out. It is called uh, Tarot the Movie, and. Um, I'm on a different screen. What was the website real quick while I'm pulling something up here for folks to go to?
1: Roninfilm.com, R-O-N-I-N-F-I-L-M.com forward slash tarot.
0: And that's where you can find out a whole bunch of information. So thank you for that one, Peter. And we're going to be right back with you. KZSM.org, True Community Radio. This is uh, the 8th of September, which I failed to mention earlier. And uh, this is Uh, We the people here on Friday night we're going to be right back with you in the beginning was the word and the word was etched onto clay tablets carved into stone inscribed on parchment forged into type converted to bytes and bits and pixels however
2: the word enters your consciousness join us Tuesdays four to six for bookmarked all about books and reading in San Marcos and the world.
0: SM's neighbor, Daughter of the Wild, is a local gift shop with an assortment of treasures from tropical houseplants, handmade jewelry, home decor, and much more. Curated and designed by local artist Nikki Rayanne, new stuff is coming in daily. Stop on by. Two eighteen North Guadalupe, seven eight six six six. Wednesday through Saturday, eleven to six, or Sunday, eleven to four. As always, y'all, stay wild, support local, follow the bubbles.
1: Welcome, to San Marcos, Texas, and KZSM.org listeners all over the world. This is Metal
0: Mark Live. Every Friday night, 10 p.m. to midnight. Check me out. I'm doing the metal that you love so much. Go to our main page. Check us out. Maybe help us out with a donation. Get involved with KZSM.org, San Marcos, Texas Community Radio. Yeah, we're back with you here in the studio. We got Rob Burke with you and uh, KZSMs. We the people here that we do every Friday night. I got stuff spread out here. I have got the tarot cards, but uh, a couple of things going on that I just did uh, want to remind everybody about. Um, and go on out tomorrow. The Price Center tomorrow morning. Uh, they're gonna be having food. They've got their vendors. They got an event going on over there. Go stop by the Price Center tomorrow. Go on down by the. Uh, um going over here, I'll get it yet, over at the uh, Farmer's Market. They're going to be out. And while you're downtown, you're going to be here at the studio from 9 o'clock until after 12 into the afternoon. We are doing round two of our cleanup. We had our major studio renovation here a couple months back and uh, about a month and a half back. And now it's time, okay, second half of it, and we've got an event coming up here at the end of the month. On the 28th, we are going to be having a ribbon cutting here for us. So, uh, uh, come on down and as I said at the top of the hour just our big news here at the station was that we did get the FCC approval for us going to 104.1 uh, we were moving over from the 103.1 that we had gotten from the city that we couldn't keep going it's a long story, come on by I'll tell you about it But uh, we are going to be up and going by the end of October and also coming up uh, here this weekend Loud and Proud Fest Saturday, September 9th. That's going on tomorrow. So, lots of things. Uh, more Kismet, Hexma. Uh, they're going to be doing at the Mark. They've got a drag show hosted by Tequila Rose. The Porch does a drag brunch with uh, Malibu and with Diva. And Sean Patrick's going to be having a vendor's market. So, there's so much going on downtown tomorrow. Come on down and uh, we'd love to have you. So, hey to everybody walking by tonight. And uh, Go check out this movie, Tarot. If you come back by, he'll show you real quick the card. you got to look for it. Oh, they kept on walking on me. Okay, I, t- I tried to catch <laughs> them, okay? But this is marketing, all right? And this is what we talked about is the basics of marketing, okay? No matter what you are doing. Whether it is personal, whether it is uh, you want to be with a nonprofit, you want to be an activist, you've got uh, doing a movie is kind of like being an activist in a way, is that you have a vision of you never knew quite where that vision was going to be. I'm sure when you wrote the first script, we talked about that uh, in the the last segment. Yes, the, the scripts change, right?
1: Oh, yeah, very much so.
0: And so here you are at the end of this with this finished product now, and you're going to be doing the screening up here at Texas State. And hopefully everybody sticks around and everybody gives you big cheers at the end of it. But you don't know, do you?
1: No, I've, I've had some smaller screenings in L.A. Uh, with the rough cut of the movie. OK. And they went over really well, uh, especially with young women. Okay. Uh, they tend to really like the movie, and uh, so, but I haven't, um, I haven't really had a screening for the finished version. Okay. And uh, so, I'm curious. This this is like the the crucial audience. You know, this is college students. Yes. And I made the movie for that generation, and uh, it's a date night movie. It's a romantic movie. It's a sexy movie. It's a, I like to call it an occult thriller. Um, but it is a... a
0: it's got its it, twist, it, though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's its kind of like the horror of love. Ooh. Uh, because um, you've got this guy who falls in love with a tarot card reader, and uh, she knows everything about him. She knows his past, she knows his present, and she knows his future. And she knows that they're, lo- they're going to be uh, falling in love and that they're soulmates. Um, but, um, you know, when you fall in love with someone... Um, you have to be vulnerable to them. And uh, that means opening up your heart and opening up your, your body and uh, your soul. And uh, that leaves you really vulnerable if someone is, doesn't have your best interests at heart. Yeah. And uh, even if they do love you, but they're evil, um, you, you can be hurt in so many ways. You can have your heart broken, but you can also be killed. And you can have your friends killed. Yeah. And you could be tortured. You could have horrible, horrible things happen to the, to you and, and your loved ones when you open yourself up to the wrong people. So the movie is a lot about that.
0: Yeah, there's a good date night movie. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see each other night. again. It, I, I know. It is I'm, a date night movie. That, uh, you know, kind of sink you into the, the depths of uh, real love. Um, but going back... Okay, you, how did you get involved with this in the first place? I mean, you, you know, was this just, oh, I went to LA to be, you know, with, uh, to be in this? But no, yeah. you grew up yeah, in I was LA. Born in Hollywood, and, yeah. yeah. So tell us a, a little bit. I mean, I, I know I can go and read your bio to everybody here, no, everyone right. here, and they <laughs> can go to that. But I, I kind of interested in, Because you've got to learn that tenacity to stick it out in this industry, don't you? You know, to to just keep going on things.
1: Well, I was lucky. I was born into the business. I was born in Hollywood, literally in Hollywood. And um, my my mother uh, was an animator, so she worked for Hanna-Barbera Studios and worked on uh, shows like... uh, the Flintstones and um, Scooby Doo. <laughs> so she she made the cartoons that I watched as a child, and um, I thought that was really cool. And this
0: is when they would hand draw, them, right? That's right. You know, yeah. and it would just be cell after cell with minor movement. You know yeah. that they do, and then they would put those. Well, together. It's,
1: it's it's literally hundreds of thousands of drawings. Yeah, and uh, and so she she uh, was trained as an animator, and that was her job. And then growing up, I, I loved cartoons. I, I loved Saturday morning cartoons. I just loved animation, period, and I loved art. And my mom was also a fine artist. And so she taught me how to draw, and uh, she taught me how to animate. So by 10 years old, I was making my own cartoons, and she had taught me the fundamentals of making cartoons, how to, how to draw and how to make the illusion of movement and uh, perspective and... Um, and shadow and uh, um, dynamics and timing and you know, visual storytelling, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and so we would watch cartoons together, watch television shows and movies, and then we would discuss how they were made. And she'd explain to me mm-hmm. the illusions of, you know, the <laughs> how to make these illusions happen. And there's so many things that go into animation and filmmaking. Uh, storytelling is really the key of it all and then uh using visuals and sound to convey emotion and to convey story um you know it's a it's a magic trick uh movies and and cartoons they're 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 magic tricks they don't really they're not really happening it's a you know it's all make believe um, but, um, it's visual
0: it's, tricks in a lot of ways. It's, it's, yeah. you it's, it's tricking your brain into thinking that these moving, that these instantaneous are actually moving. in right. number one, it's just these different cells and then it is the sounds, right? It's the music right. that goes along with it. It's yeah. all of these things that are layered in.
1: It's a combination between all the art forms. You know, movies yeah. are like um, paintings and sculpture and dance and theater and literature yeah, and music. theater, old
0: slapstick.
1: That's right. It, you know? It's all the art forms all combined and to create all the emotions. You're creating laughter and you're you're creating uh, suspense and fear and um, you're, cre- you know, action. Your heart beats faster. Um, something sexy is, is alluring and, and uh, arousing you know, there's all the different um, uh, variations of, of sadness to joy, to horror, to excitement. All of these things um, are the goal of storytelling is to create these emotions and um, and and have everyone experience them at the same time. And uh, it's tremendously complex and it, it, it's very rewarding uh, when you make a movie and the entire audience laughs at the same time. The entire audience is fearful at the same time. Uh, you know uh, the, one of my my greatest uh, joys in, in in the filmmaking process was my last movie, um, there was this big uh, moment of suspense at the very end of the movie. and um, everyone in the audience, there was about I don't know maybe three or four hundred people in the audience. And all of their shoulders were up because they were nervous about what was going to happen. And when there was a relief of that tension, <laughs> four hundred people's shoulders went down two inches, and it, the entire room just lowered, just a couple inches. But I'd never seen that before, and and then it was my film on top yeah. of it, and it was just a tremendously rewarding. And there was like people sniffling and crying, and and um, to be able to give that as a as a gift to the audience because sharing uh, um you know going to the theater and sharing an emotion at, um, or various emotions um, with a, a bunch of people all at the same time is a great great communal um ritual
0: it, communal i like that and we lost a lot of that i think with COVID and that fear And that fear that we had as a community about this virus, which, okay, I'm not going there.
1: Okay. Okay. Good.
0: But it is that we lost that, you know, and the theaters. We had theaters closing and it's, oh, well, let's go into the rooms and everything. And we miss that communal part of that that you're talking about.
1: You can watch a comedy on Netflix Alone, or with a couple friends, but there's something about going to the movies and having hundreds of people laugh at the same time. There's yeah. something so great about that communal experience.
0: It's that a person down the row that just has that weird laugh that sounds like a donkey. Okay, <laughs> right. you know, and then everybody else snickers and laughs, and we're all laughing together, right? Yeah,
1: it's a, it's it's a great thing to to because we do feel alone. I think I think one of the biggest problems of our of our society our modern society is loneliness people are Ooh. are alone and and uh and feel separated from everyone else and um you know when we have uh, festivals like the mermaid festival or our farmer's markets or right. yeah you know, even just going to the supermarket can be uh, a good experience when you're with a lot of people doing the same things together um oh
0: the little h-e-b is classic okay <laughs> i have so many stories of going into the little heb and meeting people okay and you know and it's just you've got youth you've got all elderly you've got this mix at this little heb down here yeah where people community. walk in and out and we talk and it's just it's
1: it's it, important it yeah. is we used to have bookstores back in my day yeah, i know and uh and we had uh video stores And uh, and record stores, you know, they're they're still sort of around here. But videos I've worked in a million video stores. I mean, not a million. I've worked in maybe five or six video stores. Right. uh, And it was a really fun job to have as a young person because you have movies on, you know, you're talking about movies, you're renting movies. People want to know suggestions. There's film everywhere for a film lover. That was a really great place to to be just nonstop talking about movies, watching movies, suggesting movies. Discussing, um, you know, slamming movies, celebrating movies, uh, and that doesn't exist anymore. Everything's uh, alone on your little device, and
0: well, it's online. I mean, you know, you could say that. Yeah, we've got the chat rooms and we've got that, but it's filtered.
1: It's it's what's what's sad about it is that something like Citizen Kane, which is you know one of the best films of all time is being seen on the same device that you see somebody's cat video on. And and essentially, especially for young people, it has the same value. It looks exactly the same in terms of its how you interact with it. And, you know, one is this glorious piece of history and art, um, just a, one of the best pieces of cinema ever made, with a great moral lesson and, uh, and a lot of... Um, just a uh, wonderful moments and things to learn if you're a filmmaker great things to learn and then it's um you know the it's on the same device as as something that somebody just made in a, on a whim and forgot about it and 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 so um that's the one thing that um is sad is that uh, you know most people are watching TikTok um including me I watch TikTok all the time I love it uh but um what it's doing is it's taking eyeballs away from professionally produced content. Um, and therefore, it's devaluing that professionally produced co- content. Um, and um, it will never be the same way again. It used to be well, the movies and, and TV it's,
0: shows. I don't know I I can catch that. It's shortening it. Snap your fingers. It is,
1: yeah. It that is. short
0: attention span yeah. that we have that you've got to get your message in 15, 20 seconds or somebody's going to go off to somewhere else. I I did a little research on this, but it's about 15 seconds. Yeah, And if you don't hook them, they're gone. They're somewhere else. And it's kind of sad when you, your movie, how long is your movie?
1: It's two hours.
0: And so it's a two hour movie. So you've got to get engaged people, keep them there for two hours. Okay. Wow. That is a challenge to keep people in the same room.
1: You know, with my screenings that I've done, my, my little test screenings I had a handful of test screenings in LA and the audience is leaning in which is something I haven't seen in a really long time um, it's a mystery it's a riddle uh, the movie is a suspense thriller but it's, it's, it's almost like some kind of Rubik's cubes, trying to figure out a puzzle right. and, um, and the audience I saw a lot of the audience members just physically leaning into the screen yeah. uh, trying to figure out where it was going <laughs> And um, so far, nobody has been able to predict the ending of the film. Uh, And so that's uh, really rewarding. And I'm looking forward to what people think on on the 5th of October.
0: And, uh, again, that's going to be at uh, here at Texas State. There Performing Arts Center. Performing Arts Center, 630 on Thursday, October 5th, at Texas State Performing Arts Center. That's 430 Moon Street, San Marcos. If you all don't know where that is at, that is, well, and where to park I think is the big thing for public parking on that. I think they do have that uh, – Oh, I know on the street, I know across, but uh, if you're not at the university and you want to park and come on downtown, I think there is some public parking there, but we're going to find out. uh, Yeah, that's a good question. I I don't know about that. Hey, that's why we do these things. Yeah. You know, we feed off each other. I, I, well, and someone the other night said, oh, I set this out, but I didn't put your web page on there. And they said, well, how can we tell anybody about that if I don't have your website <laughs> on it? So that was why I was looking at and getting that corrected here so all the other hosts can talk about the, the show here. Um, but I guess just to kind of wrap this part of the show up because uh, you, you're welcome to stick around. I'm going to keep talking here for a little bit sure. until the seven, until we get to 8 o'clock. Coming up tonight, Friday night with Care. And uh, uh, Peter Hoguchi has just completed his fourth feature film. And uh, we want you to come out. And the reason why, okay, We've got people, Rob, you talk about getting involved, making a difference. You talk about local politics at the local level, that you can't do anything at the national level, but you can locally. Now, am I saying go out and make a political film? No, that's not what the story is about tonight. But the story is about someone that got a group of people together and over a long period of time kind of worked with it, set it aside, worked with it, set it aside. But all of those skills came together, you know, started out with his mother, teaching him, you know, not handing him off to someone else, but teaching him those skills, getting him imbibed, so to speak, with that thrill of the magic that you can make. And it's not about illusions. This is about a story. We're all storytellers, folks. That's how it gets passed along. That's how it's gotten passed along for 200,000 years, is telling of the stories. What has changed? Well, language a little bit, the technology. But the basics are still there. You have people coming together to sit around and hear a good story. And, Peter, I look forward to coming down on the 5th of October and uh, seeing the tarot. And uh, thanks for coming in today. And again, you can go to www.roninfilms, R O N N I N film.com. We're going to be right back with you, y'all. Thanks for sticking around. We're going to be giving you some updates when we come back.
2: That your imagination free. Join local creator Karen Cross for a monthly open studio session at the Price Center from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on the second Wednesday of each month. Karen provides a friendly and happy space along with a variety of tips and techniques for creating by yourself or with others. She focuses on recycled materials and art journals. Bring a project in your supplies or just show up and plug in. Open studio sessions are free and open to all cash and art supplies donations, of course, are always welcome. The Price Center is located downtown at 222 West San Antonio Street. For more information, please call us at 512-392-2900. How many roads must a man walk down before
0: Listen, speak, and learn from the many different voices of our diverse community. Join us from 7 to 8.30 p.m. on the second Thursday of each month for Voices at the Table. This free series features guest speakers from different cultural groups in our community with the aim of building awareness and understanding of different perspectives and experiences. You'll hear from racial and ethnic groups, religious and spiritual groups, LGBTQIA, and other marginalized populations. Voices at the Table is brought to you by the San Marcos Unitarian Universalist Fellowship and meets at First Christian Church, 3105 Ranch Road 12 in San Marcos. Bring your questions and engage in lively dialogue. We'll see you there.
2: The San Marcos Fire Department is happy to announce San Marcos Fire Department Open House 2023. Once again, we will open the doors to the public of Fire Station No. 5 on Saturday, October the 7th from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Come and learn about fire safety and prevention through fun, interactive events and demonstrations. There will be many exciting things to see and experience during this event, including fire truck rides and an opportunity to explore a rescue truck and to get a close look at a Travis County Starflight helicopter. A drone demonstration will be performed by the Hayes Unmanned Robotics Team and then watch a live vehicle extraction. We will have child ID kits and a clown show and our very own custom inflatable obstacle course made possible through our partnership with State Farm Insurance. Free hot dogs, chips and drinks will be served until 1 p.m. San Marcos Fire Department Station Number no. 5 is located at 100 Carlson Circle in San Marcos. This event is free and open to the public. For more information, please call 512-805-2660.
0: Fire safety. And uh, coming up tomorrow as well, uh, the county uh, is having um, a Hayes County Annual Emergency Preparedness Fair. And this is going to be over at the um, Performing Arts Center in uh, 979 Coles Crossing. Just Plug in Performing Arts Center into your device in Kyle, Texas. It's going to be from 9.30 until 2 p.m. tomorrow. And they're going to be celebrating everyday heroes. And you, too, can be an everyday hero. And uh, go check out more at hazeinformed.com. That is from the Hayes county emergency preparedness folks and there's also some good tips there on how you can uh, keep your home safe and creating that defensible space around you and peter reminded me while we were off there that i made a failure to really talk about the tarot cards we had those here we were talking about it
1: but uh, you may have seen them around town
0: yes well and just uh, at different places but we were talking about here is this card. It's a little bit larger than your average. No,
1: it's exactly the same size. Oh, is
0: it the exact same yeah. size as a tarot it's a, card? It's
1: identical in shape and size. Okay. And the back side here, it's, it, is the, it is identical.
0: If you got a pack of tarot cards, yeah, that's how it exact, would look. Yeah. So it is laminated. It is, you know, it, it's, Substantial. it's, yeah, it's, I'm sure those aren't cheap, uh, but it is this neat marketing tool. Because you were talking about, you go and you hand people the back of this card, right?
1: Yeah, I hand it to them, you know, with the backside up, so they don't see the design, yeah. and um, you know they don't think I'm advertising for a movie. The movie's free, by the way, so it's not like I'm trying to get their money. But I I hand them the card, and as if I'm I'm reading their future, and it's interesting when people's reaction when they get the card, their their heart skips a beat. They're a little. Yeah trepidatious They
0: they step back a little bit, don't they? Yeah, they're you know?
1: like, well, should I look at it? And then they and and they look and you know they're they're, you, you, they're f- you surprised slowly flip it over and it looks like a tarot card on the other side, but it is the movie poster, right? And it says free screening and there's a QR code and the the tagline is is your fate in the cards, the tarot, and, and it
0: is it's. Two skeletons that are embracing. Okay, so yeah, I mean, you know, make, it, it does. Yeah. It has that tarot look to it.
1: Yeah, it looks like the lovers card. Right. And um, and the movie does have a lot of romance and uh, and sex and there's yeah. no uh, there's no nudity in the movie, but uh, it's a sexy movie. And um, but it's interesting that people know of tarot when they get these cards. And sometimes I just leave them out face down. Around and uh, sometimes I see people, you know, with with mm-hmm. trepidation and a little concern and, and a little fun as well, you know, to find out if if that card means something. Well,
0: and there's the art of handing that card out. Okay, it's that you've you've got number one is to be prepared with a card. Okay, this is one of the things I tell anyone that is involved make sure you've got a card that you can hand to somebody that is part of your story that i pull out my card from kcsm.org somebody pulled out theirs from the wimberleystoryfest.org and uh, don minnick i met him last uh, week up at the uh, san marcus flea market gave me a card i mentioned it now you're going to go off and check that out because why i talked about it on my radio show you never know where these things are going to go and be prepared with a card in your pocket that you can pull out for someone and say, here, just send me a message.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Scan this QR code that is here on this movie. And it's, you can it's, go. It's really fun yeah. to
1: see people get the card the whole journey of the card, which is they think that it's their future. Right. And it may be, because if they go to the movies, that's their future. Yeah. And then they go to the QR code and then they see the information it's at the it's going to be on October fifth at six thirty at the Performing Arts Center on campus, and then they can watch the trailer and then they can reserve seats. So currently, there's one hundred seats reserved. There's three hundred seats total, right. and we have a month to go. Uh, but um, you can reserve as many seats as you want mm-hmm. uh, at the bottom of the page there, and you can watch the trailer. And if you like the trailer, which a lot of people do, I actually I showed the trailer to a guy at. Um, he was a bartender and uh, there were two bartenders and uh, they wanted I we talked about the movie they they said they wanted to watch the trailer so I brought it up on my phone and he's just he's leaning on the on the counter watching the trailer and um, almost uh, 3 quarters of the way through the movie something through the trailer something scary happens and um, i could see his arms covered in goosebumps mm. And uh, just to see that physical response just to the trailer. And uh, then the girl, uh, the other bartender next to him watching it, she screamed. And she said, I want to watch this. (laughs) And (laughs) It was really a very, very cool experience. I'll never forget that I gave this guy goosebumps while watching the trailer trailer. at some random bar in town. The,
0: The other interesting thing I wanted to bring up about this is that, When I look at this, here's a guy getting close to 60, right? And it's like, wait a minute, where's the website? Where's the phone number? Where's anything? All we've got is free screening in this little QR code. Yeah. Okay, now. Yeah, you know, that's like, ooh, I got to pull out my phone and figure out a QR code. <laughs> well, but that's it's not
1: who, it's not it's, meant for me. That's right. It's meant for young people who know what to do with it. Right. Yeah.
0: And that's, I guess that was my point that it's I was part going of, it's to. It's part of
1: the marketing of it. It's like, yes. if you don't know what how to get this free screening, then it's really not for you. Yeah. And it's it really is for young people. And they know that it's for them when they see this. There's right. no other information other than that QR code.
0: And you are passing those out around downtown, where the young people are, right. where they're going to pick it up. You've got that in THC, which is one of my six different glass pipe shops that you know, are <laughs> around within a half a block yeah. of me down here. I figure here.
1: anyone who's going to a head shop is going to want to see this movie.
0: I, no, it's, it's good. And so I'm going to take this back and flip it back into the activism. All right. And getting out and involved. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's kinda of like running marketing.
1: for it's kinda of like running for political office. You know, yeah. you're, I'm I'm getting people to come to a a rally, essentially. I mean it's it's kind of political in a way. I mean, yeah. the movie is just an entertainment, but it's to get people, to getting people there, it's like getting anyone to vote for something, you know? I mean, it's it's a challenge to get people out, you know? Well,
0: just recently... Uh, Even had, if it's free. You know, this year, we've had uh, some folks here on the show that, if, uh, that were fighting the... Uh, um, it's now the Axis Terminal, or it was, and it was the Smart Terminal, Axis Terminal, and you'll still see a, a few signs up around town. What's that? And what it was was uh down south of town we had a the city was trying to annex a couple thousand acres and they were going to bring in industrial and it was there was a lot of uh talk about the cost and things and but they came on got it started they said you know we live here we don't know how far we're going to go but they were able to get it stopped and they created these signs that they went around and raised some money, you know, just a little bit to put signs up around town, but they had QR codes on them mm. so that people could go to the website and get more information that they can get them, get them signed up, and they got those people to come down to City Council. Now, when you know you have a lot of people coming down to City Council, that starts to put some weight on them. Mm. And it was all through marketing. People asked me. I'd go out. What's those signs that are up? People were asking me when I went around, hey, what are those carts? What's it about? Hey, I met the guy. He's going to be on the show on Friday night on KZSM. Tune in, get some more information. But it's a movie screening that they're going to be doing up here at the university. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet either. The trailer looks pretty cool, you know, and this is what he told me about the movie. Well, I'm interested arrested when he comes on to get a story. Find out. Why is he here? And and so this is what happens just through melding this technology with our storytelling and and the word of mouth. I did have one more thing for you real quick. Um, And I'm just going to, guys, I'm going to skip the last break tonight. We're just going to roll on through. Um, But did you decide to get here to San Marcos? Um, Because, you know, was it because of the new movie uh, work that is going on that uh, the city has, uh, you know, recently approved and that we've got being built uh, here on the edge of town? Uh,
1: That was not the reason I moved here. Um, I was living in Austin. I was living in Bee Cave. Uh, I moved to Austin from L.A. uh, June of 2020, right around the COVID time. And I just wanted to get out of L.A and uh, And so, uh, most of my work is remote. Like I said, I'm a visual effects supervisor, animation supervisor, so i'll I'll work on Zoom uh, with my team. and I can really live in an egg in an igloo if I wanted to, as long as I have a f- fast internet. Um, and so I've actually always wanted to move to Austin uh, ever since uh, I don't know, for the last thirty years or something. i've I've been in, in love with Texas and specifically Austin. And I just never was able to figure out financially how to do it. Um, but, you know, through COVID and everything's online and um, I can go to L.A. every couple months or something like that for meetings and do whatever I need to do remotely. Um, but I came uh, here on a date okay. um, to, to meet a girl that I, w- I was dating a uh, girl in, uh, in in San Antonio. And um, it's, it was a long commute an hour and it's uh,
0: halfway know. between san antonio and austin it is, yes yeah. i and know that story very
1: well so i was i was here uh, last summer and um we had a date in the square right here uh and um at blue dahlia and we walked around the square and i just i just fell in love with this town specifically the square yeah. and i thought this is just like back to the future yeah and this is the kind of town i've always wanted to live in um, I mean, this is the kind of town that I grew up in when I was a kid. I wasn't always in L.A. We we moved to Marin County, and I mm. lived in a small town called Fairfax, and it had the same kind of feeling mm. to it. And um, and But most of my time was in L.A. L.A. is way too big, way too overcrowded, way too violent, and I just have a kind of a... Um, I have a small-town mentality, and I, I prefer to... Um, to live outside of, of Hollywood. I, I love the industry. I love the business. I love art. I love film. Uh, I miss going to the events and, and being around a lot of film people. Um, but I think um, the small town vibe is more of my liking.
0: Well, do you think now that you're here, you you know, with the uh, uh, the film studios, uh, building that's a here... nice.
1: It's a happy accident because I, I, I specialize in virtual production and that's yeah. what they're going to be doing. And that's what they're doing, here. yeah. And uh, so I'm sure that, there'll be some kind of crossover. I don't know. I did talk to the guy who, who uh, is the CEO of that, of that endeavor. And, and we might, we might work together. Who knows? I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities, right. but I'm really here, um, because I love the community and, um, and I'd like to stay and put down roots. And I've been here six months so far, And I'm in love with the town.
0: Well, Peter, welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you. uh, I live about a mile away from here. Right. And that's that's why I'm interested. And I wanted people to hear that. Because, you know, this is, we spend thousands of dollars out there, hundreds of thousands of dollars to market San Marcos. And I'm always interested. What actually works? What's, you know, why are you, you know, we have a lot of issues with people leaving right now because of the taxes and it's getting harder to stay here. Mm. But what is actually attracting people? What's bringing? And one of the things is this is a big gamble for the city uh, to, and you know, our communities here. We're adding in industrial right on top of the aquifer. We're, you know, at a time when water restrictions are going into, or in Stage four water restrictions here in the city of San Marcos. Uh, you know, a lot of these things. So thank you. I'm, I'm going I'm to jump into a couple other things here. Talking about the water, uh, folks, uh, Kyle is uh, on stage two water restrictions right now. They are way behind everyone else. And they're running out of water. And they want to buy some water from San Marcos. Now, San Marcos is concerned about the lake levels uh, at Canyon Lake and what's going on. We're at stage four. So, uh, San Marcos is telling Kyle that you're going to have to have stage four restrictions. Now we talk about the growth. We talk about if it doesn't go to San Marcos, it's going to go to Kyle, somebody's going to get it. You know, where do we have the water for this growth? And uh, this is a big issue. And how do we all work together? Now, well, we've got that problem going on right here right now uh, downtown. We've got the uh, county uh went ahead with their uh, project to uh, resod and make it look nice and uh, as Peter was talking about as the uh Um, you know, making it look like uh, the downtown from Back to the Future from the courthouse square. And yes, you know, I understand about that. But uh, the optics of that were pretty bad. And we had a lot of viewers uh, making comments about that, a lot of things on Facebook. And so we've been following this story, and one of the things I got a report from the city when I was down there on uh, Tuesday night was that, yes, the city had formally sent a reprimand to the county for their use of watering during the day, uh, during the water restrictions, and so, you know, hats off, the county did uh, has backed off, but they are watering at least one day out of the week. I've got to find out if more, but I can tell you that at Thursday morning at uh, 2.30, those sprinklers were going away after. It was kind of neat to stand out there, and, uh, but uh, uh, that water was going out, and I know, you know a lot of people are not going to be happy about that, but uh, university folks are still using twice as much water as we are here in the city. Remember, they are using about 10 million gallons a month up there, and that's also including reclaimed water. Well, reclaimed water is taken from pipes out of Spring Lake. I also saw this week that uh, San Marcos River is at its lowest it's been. And there were some pictures down by the Stokes uh, Park, down by the Trace, down by River Road. And it is dry. It is not going down over the uh, falls anymore, uh, you know, where the run went and you could dive off into the river down there. It is dry, folks, and it is very dry on down. So does it make sense to still be taking water out of the lake? And, you know, part of this is that the university uses a lot of water for cooling uh, and for these buildings that are there. And that water then can't necessarily. Where does it go? They use that back into re back into the lake, but then it's pulled back out again, and that it goes, you know, uh, uh, for the watering that they do on the grass. So the grass is very green up there on the hill. We got to take a look at this, and uh, that came up uh, in my last couple minutes here on Tuesday night. I met someone. Uh, there was about five or six people that came down to speak. Uh, During the budget hearings, uh, one of those uh, wasn't talking about the budget. They were talking about water. That was from the uh, San Marcos River Foundation. And they were talking about the concerns that they have that we're not looking at that with the growth. And what we need to do, we've got to have this growth to keep the budget going if we want to have more. But they don't want to do it. They don't want to make it flat. We had folks down there talking about all of the increases and we, we still hear from the mayor saying, oh, well, we haven't increased. We're not running a deficit budget. Well, no, you're not running a deficit. Why? Because we're making it more off of everybody now because their values of their property has increased. The valuation of the property has increased more than the rate of inflation, folks, uh, for the most part. I'd like to get something on that uh, for a future story. But we are having problems here in San Marcos and it was good. I got to meet a couple of people, handed them out my card. They got in touch, called me here at the station, talked to some people kind of involved and they didn't feel so bad like that. They were just shouting out there. And I said, no, you got to keep doing this. You got to get down there and make your voice heard. And so we're going to be talking some more about that. And last David and Misty, uh, out there, uh, David, uh, had, uh, we talked about, uh, that they had, uh, uh had, uh, oh, in the late afternoon, a few weeks back, they had the SWAT team come in. We still don't know why they came there. We still don't know whether it was a swatting, whether it was a mistake, anything else. But the Travis County Sheriff will not tell us anything. We're waiting to hear back from the state. David's very frustrated. And I said, David, do what you do so well. I said, write a song and so he does have one we're going to be he's going to be recording it this week i'll get the recording for you we'll be playing that for you but it is the uh uh, travis county swatting blues okay from david so uh look forward to hearing that and we're going to be back next week for you and folks don't forget to come out for your free screening uh and um Find a card. We've got some down here at the station. If you come down tomorrow, and uh, but there are limited seats, so make sure you uh, go and uh, uh, get your free screening for this one. Tarot uh, is going to be Thursday, October fifth, six thirty, Texas State University Arts. Center. This has been Rob Rourke, KCSM, with you here tonight on the uh, 8th of September. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up next Friday night, we care, and uh, y'all have a good night. Come on down, see us here in the morning. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rob. And thank you, Peter.